Hi there, everyone. This is Dr. Masha, and welcome back to Hyperbaric Living Podcast. Today, I have with me my good friend, Dr. Melissa Saunders. Melissa is a doctor of chiropractic with extensive training in prenatal, postpartum, and pediatric care. She's also one of the only 52 professionals who earned her diplomat in chiropractic pediatrics from the Academy of Family Practice in North America. With her husband, Jason Saunders, they own Core Therapies Family Wellness Center in Northern New Jersey and AgeBot USA Centers. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so pumped for you that you're doing this podcast. It's going to help so many people. So thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. Well, for those who don't know Melissa, Melissa, could you tell a little bit about yourself and how did you find hyperbarics, the whole hyperbaric story? Yeah, sure. So I guess I'll try to do the shortest version possible. I'm a chiropractor. My husband, Jason Saunders, and I met at chiropractic school. We were next door neighbors. So I was literally the girl next door. (laughs) And we just realized how much we had in common there as far as like life goals and core values. And so we just had a really strong instant connection from the beginning. We're totally that cheesy couple. We are literally best friends and really strong business partners. We love raising our family together and we just really enjoy each other's company. So we do a lot together and we do a lot with our kids in tow, our 10, our almost nine-year-olds and our five-year-olds. And we were traveling at a chiropractic conference about 15 years ago. This was well before kids. We were at a Parker seminar. And we were taking a break from the lectures and we were just kind of walking around the vendor area. And Jason had actually had an injury and he was re-roofing our house and something happened with his back. He had some neuropathy in his foot and over a few months through chiropractic and through some nutritional work, he had some massive healing, but there were just parts of his foot that he still hadn't regained feeling in. And as he was walking around this vendor area at Parker, he saw a hyperbaric chamber and he was really curious. He had heard a little bit about it and he hopped in, he tried it, he did a session. And as he came out of the chamber, he realized he felt some tingling in his foot. He was starting to regain sensations and he was pretty curious. He asked the man running the booth, you know, could the two be connected? Could this regain of sensation be from that quick in one session from the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And the man said, yes, it absolutely could. Why don't you come back here? You know, you're here all weekend, like get a few sessions in and let's just see what, what happens, you know, how much can you regain? And so Jason did that and he was blown away enough to the point that we bought that chamber and we brought it home. Jason's stepdad has MS. Uh, His name is Larry. And Jason just thought, you know, this could be a really, really great option for Larry who hasn't had a lot of, you know, natural options that have been as effective as we would want. And so we were really excited to bring it home. And I know we'll get more into this, but just basically over the course of some time, as we were, you know, putting our interesting cases through hyperbaric oxygen therapy in our chiropractic clinic, you know, these patients that maybe were at a standstill or just weren't getting the results that we want, maybe they got 80% better, but there was still that 20%, whether it was neuropathy or inflammation, we were just so, so pleasantly surprised by the results that it set us on this path that we just wanted to know more and more and more about HBOT, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. 
And then you, my, my guess is that then you put the chamber at the clinic, right? At your chiropractic clinic and started yeah. working with the patients. Yes. Yep. So at the time we had a home office and so it was really nice because it was in our home and in our office. So we got the best of both worlds. We got to use it for us. It was really interesting too, because we were also hosting at the time, the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association conferences. And so once a month, these speakers would come to our home along with all these students from all over the world. And in our family room, we hosted these conferences. And so as these speakers, people that had, you know, heard about hyperbarics were in our home and they saw the chamber, they were like, let me try it, you know? And one of the speakers, this guy named Joel, he's big into research and he's like, I've heard of this. I've always been intrigued. He actually had Bell's palsy and he got in the chamber after he had lectured, he did a one hour session and he came out and he smiled and he was just like, okay, I'm there. You know, like I clearly see there's a need for this. It works. I got to find a center back home. So it's, it's been really cool. You know, we see, I know a lot of people will call them miracles. And then at the same time, like it's, it is just science. It works. And it's our number one, most important nutrient as oxygen and, you know, any gas under pressure, we absorb more readily. So it's just so healing. And when you know the science behind it, it's almost, you know, HBOT is demystified. It's just black and white. Like our body needs it. We get more of it and we heal more quickly. Alyssa, and when you, when you say when you know the science behind it, could you tell our listeners a little more about the science behind it? Yes. And actually, I know you're pulling Jason on your podcast, I think in two weeks. And I want to leave that for him. He is going through his PhD in molecular biology. And I'm more of a simple girl. I like to just keep it really, really easy for people to understand. So I'll explain it like this. You know, any nutrient, and we like to think of oxygen as a nutrient, there's times when we have, quote unquote, enough, right? And so we function just fine. And I think vitamin C is a really good example. So I like to use that. So a lot of us walk around with enough vitamin C. And then there's times where maybe if we're exposed to a cold or a virus, or we're just kind of like burning the candle at both ends, that, you know, mega dosing or getting more vitamin C into our system just helps us heal. So you can think of oxygen the same way. A lot of us walk around with about 98% oxygen saturation, which you can test on yourself with something called a pulse oximeter, which have gotten more popular around this time because people want to know their oxygen saturation. So for a lot of us, 98% is just totally fine. For some of us that are, I would say like, you know, your average kind of healthy person being just fine isn't enough. So there's a place in the performance sports arena where people want to get some more oxygen in. And then for people who have maybe an illness, an injury, you know, nervous system deficits, mega dosing oxygen will help your body heal. It's the number one nutrient needed for the nervous system. The only way that you can get more oxygen in the body is to pressurize it. And so essentially what you're doing, just like vitamin C, if you need to heal more quickly, you're just mega dosing the oxygen. So it's like getting an IV vitamin C. Yeah. Type yeah. of thing. Okay, that's that's a really good explanation. Thank you. And I also know that you've had your personal experience with hyperbarics, not only as a doctor, but also as a patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really interesting because everything that we use in our clinic or virtually or with our family, we always say we wouldn't recommend it for anyone if we wouldn't use it ourselves. And so I've always, you know, obviously been a proponent of hyperbarics. And, you know, a few years ago when our kids were all pretty young, so I think they were 
six, four, and one at the time, I got hit really hard with neurological Lyme disease. So my co-infections were encephalitis and meningitis and just kind of like overnight something happened and I could tell something wasn't right. And it was really, really scary. I basically felt my cervical spine lock up like one vertebrae at a time. My body just went into like complete fight or flight mode and nothing, nothing I did could calm it down. You know, as a mom, as a business owner, I know what fight or flight feels like. I spend a decent amount of time in it, like most people, but I also know how to, you know, use tools to get out of it. I couldn't get out of it. It was like this huge major stress happened and I was in survival mode for no reason. And so luckily, you know, being that my husband is a functional medicine practitioner, we knew right away to get certain labs done. I had to fight for them. Actually, I went to an urgent care center just because we wanted to make sure, you know, everything was good. It was quite scary what was going on. And the doctor that I saw wanted to send me home. He said, I'm a mom. I'm under a lot of stress. I have three little kids. I probably was just feeling pretty run down and I had a virus and I fought for myself, which I think is something that's really important to have the confidence to do. And I said, I wasn't leaving until he ran certain labs on me. And these were the ones that I wanted. Lyme disease being one of them. And when we got back the report, it was um, very, very clear that I had a really intense form of Lyme disease. I went to a neurologist. I had some testing done. And, you know, fortunately, we had really easy access to the tools that I needed. And at the same time, while we were figuring out my diagnosis, I, I lost my mind really quickly. And it was really scary. We had in between when I started to feel sick. And when we figured out what it was, our oldest son was in kindergarten and he had his kindergarten graduation and I was crying and, you know, all the moms, dads were like, I know it's so crazy. They're getting so big, but that wasn't why I was crying. I was crying because I was literally watching my son on the stage and I was looking at all his friends around him that have, you know, grown up at our home. We're one of those houses where there's kids always here And I couldn't think of any other names. And these were kids that I know their families. I know their parents. They were at our house at least once a week. There was another time when I was on my way to our office, which is two miles from our house. And I had to literally pull over and thank God I remembered the address. And I had to type it into a map to get there. And it was like my brain, it's like the pieces were there and I knew they were right there, but like I couldn't connect it. So like if I got lost or turned around or I had to take a detour, I couldn't make these these connections that were always so easy. It felt like I had spider webs in my brain and it was really neat experiencing hyperbarics, you know, from a patient perspective that had some intense healing that needed to happen halfway through a session in the chamber, I would feel like the lights turned back on. I would feel like someone vacuumed out all the cobwebs and I had my brain back. And, you know, they'll say it's very cliche of all the things that you can lose. The mind is the hardest. And it was a massive challenge for me. Like I'm, I'm a go-getter. I, I love life. I'm very passionate. I'm energetic. I like to learn. And, you know, I was still doing my best to work. And as long as there was like no background noise or the kids weren't talking or, you know, I could just focus on one thing, I could do it but I lost my ability to multitask completely. If we had to like pack up the car to get the kids somewhere for the day, you know, pack some lunches, whatever, I couldn't do it. 
So hyperbarics hands down is what brought me back. And it was so amazing to really, really feel the power of it from a patient's perspective. Well, absolutely. Wow. This is such a scary story. Could you tell me you were using just the hyperbarics to recover or was it maybe a comprehensive protocol with other modalities? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. I think hyperbarics is one of the most powerful tools out there. And I think it's not the only tool. I know it's not the only tool. We like to call it one of the most powerful stacks. And so stacking therapies together, I find is really effective. For me, I did, and I still do, some deep detox because I really believe, and the more I learn about myself and my health is, you know, I think Lyme disease, and I actually never saw a tick. I did have a bite that we found behind my ear, which made sense. You know, it went straight to my brain and my neck were my main symptoms. But I think that for me was just the final straw that threw me over. I've definitely had some mold exposure. I mean, I don't know many people that haven't. I've had some dental work. I have root canals, some metal still that I'm getting taken out this year. And so I really saw it as just that my bucket had overflowed. And so I was just adding anything that would, you know, lower the level in my bucket and give me more room before I overflowed into symptoms. So I did some deep detox. I use ketosis and fasting very often because I think it's a really, really great, great way to, you know, force your body into some variations, some hormesis, some adaption. And I would take some binders at night, some charcoal. I spent a lot of time in nature. You know, I call Lyme disease my greatest gift because I think especially for us as moms or just even, you know, people that are really committed to working hard and love what we do, it's really easy to lose ourselves. And so what happened for me in this whole process is my self-care just became non-negotiable. And I think I always saw self-care as like a bubble bath and candles and massage and all those things are amazing. But what I've really found is I have to fill my cup before I can take care of my kids. And I literally can't do what I want to do if I don't. And so every day I do something, you know, it may be just waking up a little bit early and listening to an audiobook or something to get my headset before I'm taking care of people. And it may be a walk, it may be a phone call, like it doesn't have to be this huge thing, but I have to put myself first. So at the time when you had acute Lyme's disease, so it was active and you were really sick, what was your protocol? Were you doing hyperbarics every day? Was it every other day? How many minutes at a time? Yeah, great. So we're really fortunate. We have a soft chamber at home and we have hard chambers in the clinic. It's interesting though, because You know, I think a lot of people, myself at times, I used to think this way, I thought more was better. So I, you know, I think a lot of people think if some pressure is good, higher pressure is better. I did do some high pressure hyperbarics. Funny enough, even though we own a center, sometimes it's a little bit tricky for me to get in there. It fills up pretty quickly. So I really did most of my treatment at home at 1.3 in the soft chamber. We would get the kids to bed. And I would go in the chamber and I would shoot for anywhere from one to three hours. From what we know now, our benefits kind of max out at three hours, right? So you're not going to, especially in a soft chamber, you're not going to, you know, do anything detrimental. You can't get oxygen toxicity, but there's really no point in going beyond the three hours. So I just kind of consider that my me time. I would bring a book in there. I would just do some breath work. I would meditate. And I would try to do that at least five days a week. That was my HVAP protocol. And within the first week 
of doing that, I felt massive difference. I could tell that it was working and that I was getting better. What I would also do is, you know, every, like I would shoot for even every other week, getting into the one of the hard chambers. And I found for me that my magic number was 1.75. It's just what made me feel good. I didn't necessarily have any Herx reactions, but I would feel like massive mental clarity, energy. I just felt like me again. So I did that. And then at the same time, I did a specific detox that I love. It's called True Cellular Detox. So it's like a three-month program. We were running that. We were also, you know, looking into, did I have some parasites going on? You know, like I said, Jason does functional medicine. And so we were just really diving deep into what other layers were underlying. And then anything we found and anything we still find. Three years later, I had functional blood work done last week. We'll get my results probably next week. And I'm just constantly like, I want the biggest buffer between me and Lyme, mold, whatever it is, because I'm not going to stop doing what I do. I love doing what I do. There's a lot of late nights, early mornings. There's a lot of travel. I do take downtime for sure. I think it's really important. But I also want to know that, you know, if I'm at a conference or helping run an event and I'm not getting a lot of sleep, that I can handle that for a few days as long as when I get back, I catch up. And so the more room I have in that bucket, the more things I can figure out every year that just get me further from symptoms and overflow, I'm just always going to do it. And why not? You know, every year I want to be a healthier version of me. I'm not worried about aging. I just turned 40. It means nothing other than it's a celebration of life. I'm so happy to be here. And I really feel that every year I'm going to be healthier than the year before. Absolutely. It's a, it's a lifelong journey, isn't it? It's not, even if a person gets sick, it's not like they're going to work hard two or three months or two, three years, get better, and then go back to their previous lifestyle. It doesn't work like that. Once you start the journey, I mean, it ends with your last breath. And it's constantly improving, looking for other therapies, maybe tweaking the diet, making sure that uh, you address the foundations of health. As you said, nutrition and exercise and sleep and these things are majorly important because if we're not addressing those, any therapy that we use, be it hyperbarics or infrared lights or acupuncture or whatever it is, wouldn't be as effective. I wanted to go back to when you mentioned the pressure, because pressure is the dosage, right? And we always talk about, okay, for Lyme's disease, 1.3 is optimal or 1.5. Neurological disease is 1.3. Let's say, I don't know, diabetic wounds, it's two atmospheres and up. But I'm thinking, doesn't have to be individual, personalized, not the disease that sets the pressure, but rather this particular person will do better at this particular pressure for this condition. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that's why it's so important. And I know we'll get to this too, when we talk about like our training and our passion around that, it's so important that people work with a practitioner that's knowledgeable and not just treating the condition. And I think that's in anything with, you know, medicine, complementary medicine, health, lifestyle, fitness, we're not treating a disease in anything that we do for health, right? We're working with a person and an individual. And so, you know, just like me with Lyme disease, was it Lyme? Was it mold? Was it metals? Was it parasites? Someone else with Lyme, it may be stress, trauma, you know, there, there are so many pieces to the puzzle. And I think what's important is finding a practitioner who's trained in protocols, the science, the certification, 
I think it's really important to find a practitioner in anything that you do when you hire a practitioner that they listen, right? Because, you know, as doctors, when we were trained, I remember one of our professors telling us, all you have to do is listen. The patient will tell you exactly what they need. And it's so true because we know ourselves and we are our best advocates. And so find someone that listens to you. Absolutely. And being on the other side, being a patient, you understand it even better, I think, now with your patients, right? Because you are a practitioner, you're treating, being a patient yourself, I guess it only adds to your expertise. And both Jason and you are doing a lot for hyperbarics. And I can't even think about you guys separately. I mean, it's always Melissa and Jason, it's Dr. Saunders. And one of the initiatives that you're currently running is the hyperbaric course. Could you please tell my listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do a little bit of background first. So we, you know, I had shared our story about kind of how we found hyperbarics and the more we got to know about it, and I know this is probably parallel with you and Michael too, it's just, we just continue to be impressed by it. And we saw this need for more people knowing about it. You know, we've heard stories and I know Shannon Kennitz was on your podcast and shared her amazing story of grace. What stuck out for me with Shannon and with other people like Shannon is that not only was she struggling with what was going on with her daughter and how that was impacting her marriage and her family, but she then had to also travel really, really far to get access to this therapy. And we don't we don't want that to happen. We want this to be something that practitioners know about and they do, they offer. We want families, patients, athletes, anyone looking for it. We want them to have easy access to it. And we want to help create a system around it so that patients can know that when they go to seek out a practitioner, that that person is highly trained, highly educated, and that they or their family are in great hands. And so what we found was this need for, you know, some sort of objective way to measure that. And so along with the International Board of Undersea Medicine, really Jason has done it. I'm by his side, but he's created and helped work on the first functional medicine training course and international certification for hyperbaric practitioners and technicians. And so what's really neat is this course will help practitioners not only know, you know, the science, physics, math protocols behind a lot of the conditions treated in like hospitals and wound care centers, but also the mechanisms of action of how this therapy can support someone with Lyme disease or MS or inflammation, cerebral palsy, and how it can help support and heal the body and their condition. So how is the course structured? Is it the theoretical part and then practical application? Yeah. So right now it's a three and a half day. It's a 40 hour course. And so there's a lot of classroom part of the course. So it's doing some math, some, I mean, it's, it's pretty heavy duty stuff. It's pretty intense and it's incredible what people walk away from the knowledge and the confidence to know that they know, and also to know that there's a lot out there that they don't know. Right. So set you on this path of continuing your education. We also do a lot of hands-on with the chamber, right? So people, practitioners, technicians get to work with the chamber, understand the chamber, getting someone in a chamber, out of a chamber, little clinical pearls for how to make it the most comfortable for people. We have a hard chamber there. We have soft chambers there. So it's both academic classroom and hands-on, which we think are obviously all very important. 
Wow, that sounds amazing. I really want to take the course. You also have a, the online version, right? Yep. So right now we also offer an online training. It is not a certification, but it's basically a six-month program that's built out for practitioners so that if they incorporate hyperbarics into their practice, it's a model that we've used and worked for us. And so we share it in hopes to help others. But it's some of the intake paperwork, it's some of the scripting for the staff, the, the most common questions that come in, what you can tell a patient, this is what you wear to the appointment, this is what you can and cannot bring in a chamber. We have videos that go out on training as far as like the latest research or protocols or conditions or testimonials. We have a group, it's a Voxer group. So it's almost like a walkie-talkie kind of app where everyone that's in our online program can collectively, you know, present a question, a challenge that they're having in the office. And they have people from all over the world that can chime in, you know, this is what I do in that situation. So it's a group of colleagues that are just there to help support each other. You know, hyperbarics has been around for a long time. And also it's just hitting this point of growth that I think, you know, there's definitely this massive need to make sure that it's done correctly, safely, effectively. And so we're really proud to just be a little bit of a part of that in any way that we can help serve the mission. You're actually a big part of that, not just a little part. You're doing a lot. The course, HBOT USA, could you, could you tell us about HBOT USA, please? Yeah, so right now, any information on the course is on our HBOT USA website. So they would just go to the website and check out our latest events. We always update them there. We aim for about three a year. Right now, they're in the United States. And we hope next year to be offering one in Spain and hopefully in Australia in the very near future as well. Oh, that's amazing. And that's great stuff because I think in the industry, there's a lot of potential, but, and there is a huge need for information, but also for training that is unified. That is not like I learned a little bit here and a little bit there but something that's more uniform throughout the industry. And 40 hours sounds like a, a comprehensive course. And I've heard that it's quite intensive. People who took the course, the, the one that you had a couple of months ago, they said it was pretty intensive, but really interesting, packed with information and useful information that you're actually able to apply in your practice. Because theoretical information is great, but you have to be able to digest it and put it to work. And I think that's what, not only that, but that's part of what Jason and you did, right? Mm -hmm. When you presented the information. Wow, amazing. And also you run the um, chiropractic center where you use hyperbarics along with other therapies. And you have soft chambers and heart chambers, right? Yes. Could you tell us for which conditions, which chambers do you use? How do you decide whether a person needs to go into the soft chamber or maybe heart chamber? How does it work? So as far as that, Jason really oversees that. I think those will be really neat topics for you guys to delve into because that's more of his wheelhouse. And again, just kind of going back to what we talked about, a lot of it's not based on a certain condition. It's based on the person. And so when he does an intake, you know, one of our main hyperbaric techs is a nurse practitioner. And so she'll work along with him and she'll help oversee the protocols that he creates. And sometimes what happens is, you know, before they're starting hyperbarics, they're getting some pretty in-depth functional blood work and other testing, you know, whether it's urine or salivary panels, or just kind of depending on what they're coming in with. 
We also have functional neurology in our office. So sometimes they're doing, you know, some right eye assessments or other neurological assessments to really get like a pre-objective scan. And then we'll do some sessions based on the protocol that's created. And then a lot of times we'll retest, you know, are we on the right course? Is there more that we need to do? Do we need to dive deeper? Can we do less? So it's really important to us that we maintain that personalized approach. And if patients want to find you, where can they find you? Yeah. So it's interesting because we, we have a few different things we work on. So there's a few different websites, but our main one right now is HVOT USA. So that would be HVOTUSA.com. And we're also on Instagram, same name, HVOTUSA. We have a YouTube channel where we share a lot of the videos and the latest research for HVOT. And that is also HVOTUSA. We try to keep it easy. We're on Instagram as Doctors Saunders. And then our main hub, our satellite office here in New Jersey is Core Therapies. And that's where we have eight chiropractors. We've got sauna, red light, hyperbarics, acupuncture, intuitive body work. It's like our fun. I feel like it's our playground. We've got so much great stuff going on there. We love to play. It's a playground where people get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The best time. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, you're a mom to three beautiful children. I met them. They're, well, all of them. All of I, Well, I can talk for hours about them. I had a question as a mom. Do your kids get into the chamber? Do they use the chamber? Yeah. So our boys do. Kaya, who's just turned five, she wasn't as comfortable in it, just talking off the cuff. And there wasn't necessarily like a need. I think everyone can benefit from oxygen, but I didn't feel like the need to push anything. One of our children had some decent mold exposure and we were seeing effects from it. So we wanted him to get some pretty consistent hyperbarics and he tended to want to go in with our other son. They'd go in together. They'd kind of play games. They would chat. I'd hear them like laughing and tickling. You see the chamber kind of like bopping around or he and I will go in, you know, there's, there's ample room in there as long as you're fine with like snuggling a little bit. So yeah, we do. We love, we love our kids getting access to it as well. Did you see improvement from the symptoms caused by mold? Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because, you know, kind of similar how we did some exploration with what was my trigger. There was at one point we saw just some really interesting behavioral changes in him. And he's a pretty laid back free spirit. And he started getting almost like OCD tendencies. So we would go to go to bed and we always like lay together and read or chat or whatever. And he would be like, mom, did you lock the door? things he never asked. I'm like, yeah, of course I locked the door. I think I locked the door. But he would keep asking, are you sure you locked the door? Should we go check the door? And then we would, I'd go show him the door was locked. Then he'd start asking about another door. Just these really weird things came up and we did tests on him and he had pretty massive mold exposure. And so for us right, right away, you know, hyperbarics was our number one choice along with some binders. And yeah, within a few sessions, like I could see it in his eyes. I could see his eyes get used to get and still get kind of like glazed. And after one session, that would change. And it's like, I can, I can still see it in Wyatt. I'll show it to Jason. I'm like, his eyes are changing. We need to bump up the charcoal. We need to get him in the chamber. We spend some time on a boat on the Jersey shore. And it's interesting because I was there when my quote unquote Lyme disease started. And I think part of what happened was there was some mold. It was our first weekend on the boat after it had been away for the winter. And that's when I got triggered. And 
it's funny too, because Wyatt would say things like, I don't want to go to the boat. I don't like the boat. And I think the mold there was affecting him because again, in hindsight, it was like after certain weekends, we could tell there were these flare ups in him. And so we did a few things, obviously remove the source. So clean out the boat. Like if there's any question, we stopped going, like our health was just most important. Get him into the hyperbaric, do some binders, charcoal, eat clean, right? So like when he eats a decent amount of sugar, I could tell right away. I'm like, why, what did you eat today? Gluten affects you. So yeah, you know, with all our tools, we thankfully notice massive improvements right away. And I feel so blessed that we have the knowledge and the access to these things. And as a mom, you can spot right away that something's not right. A hundred percent. And that goes back to the listening, right? So like all of our practitioners, our doctors, when we're a patient, we are hiring them, right? They work for us. And so I'm really glad that I had that experience when I went for testing that that doctor wasn't listening to me because I think that's, it's a very common thing, sadly. And I think what's really important is if you feel that they are not listening to you, that they're not giving you the care that you need and you deserve, have them put it in writing that they're refusing or why they're refusing. Make them sign it before you leave their office or fire them and choose another practitioner. Because yes, to your point, especially as moms, we know our children. We do. Melissa, thank you for sharing. And from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you and Jason and from the whole Hyperbarics community for everything that you do for Hyperbarics to spread the word, to make sure that the therapy is affordable and accessible. You also help a lot at the International Hyperbarics Association. I don't even know when you sleep and where you get time but you're passionate and this passion translates. We feel it. And that's why things are changing. It's always a pleasure talking to you. It was really educational for me. I hope it was educational for the listeners too. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I, I feel so grateful. Jason and I always say we're standing on the shoulders of giants. We had people that kind of wrapped their arms around us in this community when we were new to it. And we'll never forget that. And I feel like part of our goal is to kind of take the torch. Like there's these amazing people that have started this path and they deserve to be able to now sit back and watch and have people like you and Michael and Jason and I and all the amazing people in this community work together to forge ahead and continue that momentum that they all created. And I I know like you, I'm so blessed to be a part of this amazing tribe and community. And I'm so thankful for what's happening now. And I'm so excited for where I see the future of hyperbarics going. So thank you so much. I've enjoyed my time as well. Thank you, Melissa. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend, share it with the family and help me get the word out there. If you know someone who might benefit from the hyperbaric oxygen therapy, send them the link to the episode. And that's it for today, folks. I'll see you next week on the next episode of Hyperbaric Living.